Another week of the NFL started last night. Dallas over Seattle. And now it's time for our picks. 877-337-6666. We'll still take your calls right after it, but let's get into the picks real quick for this week. Again, we did the schedule. Uh, excuse me, the standings. I forget what we did last week. I'm just going to give you the numbers. Marco, currently in the lead at 39-19-2. So he's 20 games over 500, this guy. 20. I am 32-26-2. Only six games over 500. And Fliegelman has had a couple of good weeks, but still under 500 at 26-31-3. All right. Let's go. You know how it works. We do the two locals. We do three other games. But since there's only one local this week with the Giants having the bye, we will do the Jets and we will do four other picks to give us a nice round number of five. It's easier for me to do math. Fliegelman, you're up. Well, first off, I'm going to have to go over the math with you because I have myself at 27th. It's still a bad record, but it's uh, closer to 500. Okay, inching listen, inching I, closer. No, no. What do you have me at yourself as? One game bet. Only one oh, game. 27, 30, and three. Okay. Uh, so the, I'll start with the local game. Listen, I, you've talked about the Jets a lot this week and thinking they'll win, and, and I kind of agree with all of that, but I will not put any money <laughs> in any way, shape, or form or advocate for the New York Jets to win a football game in any possible way. I don't care. So while even though my brain is saying, yeah, you know what, I do like the Jets, the line has come down. They were three-point dogs. Now they're getting a point and a half. Yep. I thought it was a... A weird spot for the guy who had been advocating all year. Bench Zach Wilson, play Tim Boyle. Then they finally play Boyle, and it's on a short week against the best defense they faced in a month-and-a-half stretch. I hated how the Jets handled that, and when they made the decision, I do think they probably give you a good effort on Sunday. I'm still not betting it. I, I can't advise anybody to do that. So give me the Falcons, minus a point-and-a-half. Game number two, I don't know if people realize this, like the football player version of Joe Flacco, that guy died a couple years ago. The Joe Flacco you've seen for the last few years is a corpse. He had no interest in moving when he played for the Jets the last couple years. I cannot in any way, shape, or form see Joe Flacco playing well against the Rams, who now they have Stafford back. They won last week. They actually won a couple games in a row. And they have a very good chance to make the postseason in the hard NFC. Yeah, they do. It's in L.A., I know they don't have a huge home field advantage there, but it's not as bad as the Chargers. Only laying three and a half. I like the Rams, and that's game number two. Game number three, going to Monday night. I love the Jaguars right now, minus eight and a half. Jake Browning is now on the injury report. He looked awful against Pittsburgh. I know it's a good defense. Jags defense is nothing to scoff at. I think the Bengals are done for this year. I think just almost in a similar way as you saw with the Jets, like just week after week goes by and you realize – we went from that to this at quarterback. It's just going to be demoralizing. They're a gamer, a loss or so away from completely falling out of contention, and I think they lose big in Jacksonville on Monday night. Game number four, I was looking for one dog because my fifth game is going to be another favorite. I, I needed to get a dog in there somewhere, so I'm going to go with the Packers plus six Sunday night in Lambeau. Maybe they figured something out. Jordan Love is getting better. Still not a huge fan of him, but he's getting better. The Chiefs, we know, have struggled on offense outside of the little outburst against the Raiders. The Packers at home, I think they give you a good fight, and they keep this close. Chiefs win, but the Packers keep it close, and they have extra rest, too. And then game number five, it's the game of the week, game of the year. How do you not pick it? I know you've been saying, how do you pass up the Eagles getting two and a half all week? Yep. I'm passing up. I'm going with the Niners minus two and a half. They've been waiting 
for this chance to prove what they could really be against the Eagles since Brock Purdy got hurt and then Josh Johnson got hurt in that game in the NFC Championship game. The Niners are steamrolling teams. They've needed the quarterback to be concussed, the left tackle to be injured, and their top wide receiver to be injured for teams to be competitive against them. Philly's been a little smoke and mirrors the last couple of weeks. They're finding ways to win. I think their luck runs out. I almost like them better in the potential rematch after the Niners just put all of their... They, they've just... They've put, putting so much thought into this game since the schedule came out. I don't know if the Eagles cared about it as much because they shouldn't care about it as much. They went to the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. So I think the Niners, even though the game's in Philly, I think the Niners give you a big effort and they win that game. Yeah, I'm with Fleegs on this one, and they have to pick this game, so I'll go right to it. I think the same thing with the, what the Eagles did in Kansas City, and you saw what Sirianni had afterwards with you know with the Chiefs fans and all that. The Eagles were pointing to the game against the Chiefs because of the Super Bowl. The Niners, this is their Super Bowl. They've been on it all year long. They really feel like they got robbed because of the Brock Purdy. I don't know if that's the case or not, mm -hmm. but they're angry and they're on the road. They've laid everything into this game. I'd be surprised if they don't put together a, a monster effort, and I think a monster effort against two teams that are very close is enough to win the game. It's two and a half, so it's a field goal game. I still expect it to be close. It's not like the E's are going to get blown out at home in this game, but I do like the Niners laying the two and a half. I'm going to go against Fleegs on one of his picks. I like the Browns getting the three and a half against the Rams on the road. This is not a I love Joe Flacco pick. This is I love the Browns defense. And I don't think you talk about Joe Flacco being a corpse. You're correct. Matthew Stafford can't move either. And I feel like Miles Garrett and that defense is going to be in his lap all game long. You're getting three and a half. So even if they lose by a field goal because they can't put up a lot of points, I think points might be at a premium for both sides because both defenses are going to dictate this game. And I do think the Browns eke out the victory. I think they get the outright win, but you are getting three and a half. I like Cleveland in that one. The other two games, before I get to the locals, is basically picks against teams that suck. I really don't know another way to put it. Chargers laying five and a half against the Patriots in New England. Yeah, The Patriots are awful. They're pretty bad. They're Awful. Yeah, I mean, bad. it's hard to watch. And then, you know, Belichick's not naming a quarterback. Who the hell cares who your quarterback is? At this point, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen Will Greer. Like, honestly, <laughs> like, you, the last time you saw him was in the preseason. You snatched yeah. him off the practice squad. You put him there, and then you, you refused I, to put I, him in I, uniform. I, I think they cut him. They brought him back. When, they just did, recently? They cut, yeah, they brought him oh, back my. again this week. They put him on the practice oh, squad. God. Malik Cunningham's getting snaps, and yeah. they put Will Greer back on the practice squad. Yeah. They don't know what they want to yeah. do. Everybody is looking at each other. Now, obviously, you're under Belichick. If you're not winning, you're miserable. You're absolutely miserable. So I don't see like a, well, let's win one for the, the there's nothing to play for. Mm. And I don't think anybody's going to rally on anything. As bad as the Chargers have been, they can score. And the Patriots can't. I don't care who the hell the quarterback yeah. is. It's five and a half. You're on the road. I don't care. Give me the Chargers five and a half. Gotcha. The other one is the Dolphins laying nine and a half against Washington. Same thing. And I was dumb enough to take Washington with the points last week. They stink. They can't score. And the Dolphins score at will. They don't they don't even score because they, you know, put together they score by accident sometimes. I mean, it just feels like how when Miami gets a couple of scores up, when Tyreek Hill has a 64-yard touchdown catch, whatever it is, Washington's going to be able to turn around and make an effort. No, they're not. They're just garbage. They're awful. And I don't see them being able to rally late and get a backdoor cover. I don't buy it. Give me the Dolphins laying the nine and a half. For the local team, look. I tried the Jets a couple of weeks ago, and I got burned. I've been against them basically all season long. I've done a nice job with the Jets. It's part of why I've had a good record. Although last week, first losing, first losing week for me. Amazing. Two and three, first yeah, yeah, losing yeah. week. 
I, we get it. I just don't see how the Jets can put together sustained offense. And I don't think the Falcons are that good, but I do think the Falcons will win, and it's only a point and a half. So I find it hard to take the Jets because I just I can't trust Tim Boyle in any situation. I can't trust the Jet offense. I feel like even when they – a three-yard run is almost like they're looking at you like, hey, we got something going. <laughs> got something, like, it's a mess. It's an absolute it's a mess. mess. And I don't think it just magically gets itself corrected because Aaron Rodgers threw a couple of passes with a red shirt on. Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. I don't see it. Give me the Falcons laying the one and a half. All right. My turn. I'm going to start with Denver plus three and a half at Houston. I just like the way Denver's played. You mentioned the Browns defense scored 29 points against the last week. I like I like the way Russell Wilson's playing. I like the way they're coached. This defense is a mile uh, miles away from giving up 70 points. To Miami, I think they're trending in the right direction. And as much as I like Houston, and as much as I love this quarterback, he does turn the ball over a little bit. And I just, I just like the idea coming off a tough loss against the Jaguars last week. I just have a feeling he might try and press things. And I just like the direction Den- Denver's going. I think Denver's going to end up being a playoff team. Uh, so I'm going to take. I, I just think there'll be a big turnover in this game. I'm getting the hook too, which I like. These the Houston's play the Houston plays tight games. They could win this game, but I think they'll win it by three. I'm getting three and a half. So Denver plus three and a half. I'm going to go Lions at New Orleans minus four and a half. This is just one of those the better team playing a miserable team. In my they've been such a one of the bigger disappointments in the NFL is that they for me the, that New Orleans doesn't have that division in in, in hand already. Like they they should be. Carr has been awful in the red zone. I watch a lot of their games because I like them. They, they've been brutally bad. And this is just a spot where the better team is coming off a just demoralizing loss, getting just absolutely pounded by Green Bay on Thanksgiving Day in front of the entire country. So I just have a feeling the Lions are going to bounce back and give you a big performance on the road in New Orleans. So the Lions, Lions minus four and, four and a half. And then this is just Vrabel getting points at home against a divisional opponent. Plain and simple. That's if you look at it, he is the most profitable coach as a dog as a home dog that there is in the history of the NFL. So give me Tennessee. I I, I think Will Levis could sling it. The, the defensive backs, there's some injury there for the Colts. They've had a couple of injuries in the defensive backfield. And it's still Garner Minshew against I think Will Levis might be able to throw the football around, but this is just a matchup spot to me. It's just one of those I just go with it. It's a divisional. I'm getting points with Vrabel at home against a divisional opponent. I'm taking it. Plus one and a half. And then I've been waffling on this. I agree with you guys. You have to make the pick. You have to pick the game. I've been waffling on it. I've been talking about the points. But I agree with you guys. I love the Niners. I like the team. Uh, I I agree. Everything you guys said, I think this is the game they've been waiting for all year. And the fear is this Eagles team figures out ways to win. They are 4-0 in games that they are down 10 points. But they also find themselves down 10 points a lot. They, they have not really clicked at any point. And the Niners are arguably playing their best football of the year. Philadelphia is not. And plus, they're coming off a battle, an overtime battle against Buffalo. And they're coming off 10-day rest against a cakewalk against the Seahawks. I think they're just in a much better place for this game. The number opened, The number hasn't moved. It opened up Philly minus one, I think, on Sunday, before they, uh, right as that game ended against uh, Buffalo. It's gone all the way to two and a half, and it hasn't moved. It hasn't come back to Philadelphia at all. In some spots, I still see it at three, and it's like plus uh, uh, that. It's like minus one twenty. Uh, Niners at two and a half. This might go to three in most books by the end of it. So the money's still going on the Niners. I just, I just, I just have a feeling the Niners are going to win this game. So I'll take the Niners minus two and a half. And then as far as the Jets go, you're all forgetting something. 
this story of Aaron Rodgers will never die. It's not going to die. It's not going to die this week. We're going to have to talk about whether or not he's going to come back next week. And if they get blown out or lose to the Falcons, it kind of starts to begin the end of this story. And it will never end. I will be forced to talk about it every single week. So I promise you, Jet fans, you are going to win this game. Because we will continue to hear about whether or not Rodgers is coming back. Plus... Desmond Ritter is the quarterback. I think this Jets defense could turn him over a bunch. If you can stop the run, which, listen, I think the running back, Robinson, is as talented as they come. It's been weird how they use him. The, he, the coach had to get a talking to about how to use their talented uh, rookie running back. I just I, There's something about this team that just they have good games. Defensively, they're okay. But on the road... I still just feel the Jets defense is going to figure out a way to make life impossible for this Atlanta offense. And if they could just figure out something, something offensively, I think they win the game. So give me the Jets plus one and a half. All right, those are the picks for what week is this now? 13. If you change your mind, take a chance. I'm the 13th line. I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Yes, we wait for it to kick in. It's coming right now. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Take a chance on me. All right, let's go. What's better than 4 o'clock in the morning blasting ABBA out your truck? Do it now. Trust me. It's worth it. Let's go. 4 o'clock on this football Friday. We gave you the picks. If you're so inclined to listen to one of us, choose Marco. The guy's unstoppable. But let's get to the Take a Chance Parlay that I've hit twice and no one else has. Take a Chance Parlay where we just parlay three underdogs, pile them together, and try and win some money. So let's go. Fliegelman, you Take a Chance Parlay. Eddie loves it. Let's go. Ab is the best. Oh, okay. I was like, where is Eddie? Normally when you react to him, he's in here, but nah, I was no. sitting here by myself. I was very, very confused. No, nah, yeah, he's coming in for a smoke break probably, and he loves the ABBA. I still want you on video. I don't know how the hell do we not have it with if you could see Mac when it kicks in, quote unquote. <laughs> I mean, the man loses his mind in yes. the chair. I, I, I need to see that on video. How the hell I we know, haven't done I'll, that yet? I know. That's an awful job by whoever's I cutting know. it up. Where's Gala? Love yeah, we Where gotta, is yeah, we gotta, we'll tell him. I'll email Izzo. Izzo gets here at like 5.15 now every morning. We just need yeah. him on a Friday to come in an hour earlier one time. Yeah, well, I'm, I, yeah, well I'm, I'm hanging out today for a little bit, so I'll see him. I'll tell him. All right, uh, my take-a-chance parlay. Uh, game number one, you brought, uh, mentioned it, Chris. You put it in your picks. The Titans getting a point and a half at home. Vrabel is money as a home dog. The Colts, this is you know, leaving Lucas Oil Stadium, the confines of the Dome, traveling, playing outdoors against a divisional team that at times has looked competent. I mean, with the Titans, you could get this yeah, awful team, or you can get this team that shows up and wins a game, you know, 27-23. So that's game number one. Game number two uh, is the Broncos getting three and a half against the Texans. A, a lot of the dogs this week I just don't think are live. I, I kind of like the Texans here, but if any team's going to be able to pull this off, I mean, the Broncos are a team on the rise. They've been playing much better, and this is a huge game for postseason yeah. ramifications. No the loser's still very much alive. The winner of this game has a fantastic chance of getting to the postseason. As much as I like D'Amico Ryans and what he's done with that Texans team and C.J. Stroud, you have those two guys who are rookies going up against 
a surefire Hall of Fame quarterback and a coach who is, I would say, probably going to end up in Canton. So I'll take a chance with the Broncos there in game number three. Again, my brain is saying the Jets, but I'm just absolutely (laughs) not doing it. I refuse to do it. Uh, I'll include the Eagles in there. It's a little bit of a hedge, but listen, if you're taking a chance with anybody as an underdog, it should be the team that has literally the best record in the entire National Football League and has only lost one so far. You're not going to see them as an underdog It's December, they have one loss, and you have a chance to include them as a plus money, money line part. Yeah, I mean, listen, you might like the Niners in the game. I think you you have to take a chance. Not forget, like, the actual parlay. Throw a couple shekels on that money line. You might as well. You're never going to get them as an underdog at home, let alone. So even if you like the Niners, you take That's a chance right. to the Eagles they're, money they're line. A whole, they have the best record in the league. Yeah. They were in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. They've lost once this season. It's yeah. December, and they're a home underdog. Yeah. Crazy. I can't argue with any of that, but I'm not going to hedge. So I took the <laughs> Niners. I'm not going to hedge. I can't do it. I do like the Broncos, so throw me into that group. I actually thought I was going to pick this game, and then I wound up going uh, with a couple other ones. But I do like Denver to actually make the playoffs, and I think to do that, they're going to need to win this game. So give me Denver in this. I took the Browns before. I talked about them getting the win on the road against the Rams. So I'm going to take them in here, getting the plus three and a half. The last one, I don't love this. I'll be fair. I'm with Fleeks. There weren't a lot of great. Uh, underdogs this week. The third one was hard. I could take the Titans, but I I just don't know what I'm going to get in the Jekyll and Hyde. So I'm going to take a different Jekyll and Hyde that's a line that's a little bigger. Give me the Saints against the Lions. It's basically the idea that they're going to put it together one week where you go, how the hell did you win this game and look as good as you have when you've been so incompetent in so many games? I could feel like this would be something. I don't think Detroit is going to stumble for long. Mm -hmm. They've Kind of flirted last week. I, I kind of felt like the Packers were on the rise, and that was a good spot for them. I do think Detroit writes the ship soon. It could mm-hmm. be this game. It could be next week. I'm going to take a chance and let it ride with the Saints. So right. give me the Saints in there. Take a chance, 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 chance. Again, I, I, all right. I, why do we got not have the video of you when it kicks in? I can't, I love the kicks in. Yeah, but the, the the problem is, I'll tell you right now, the the, the licensing for the music. So it's, they're gonna, it's going to be have to be a I silent. I don't need to hear the music. It's going to be a silent I video. just want to see you with the fist pump in <laughs> they the chair. just play the video with no sound and put it out to yeah. everybody who's not awake right now and say, it's more of a guess what a video. song yeah. gets this real channel yeah. McMahon. I, I, I don't need to see the music. I don't care yeah. about the music. I don't need to hear yeah. that. I need to see you doing You'll the... have people <laughs> guessing like, you know, EDM songs, the house music, and the yeah. answer is yeah. take a chance yeah. on me. Yeah, Night at the Roxbury with Mac in the chair. That's what I need. That's what I need. All right. Let's real quickly do this then for me. I'm going to go Denver. I gave you all the reasons in the picks. We'll just skip over it. I'm going to go Green Bay. I'm not against uh, – I'm going to take a real chance I'm uh, with a couple of these picks. I'm going to go Green Bay. I like the way Love is playing. I thought they were tremendous uh, on Thanksgiving. It totally took me by surprise they were able to do that uh, and play that way. And the defense has come along. They were all over Goff. Uh, how many? I mean, he was getting strip sacked almost on every play. I like them, and something about Green Bay when they uh, something about uh, Kansas City when they're these big dogs. They don't typically lose the games, but they don't play well. They don't cover, so I'll take a chance that something goes awry and they figure out a way to lose that game. So I'll take Green Bay, and then the other one I'll go with is uh, for taking a chance as five and a half underdogs. I'll take a chance on the Cardinals. I just don't love the Pittsburgh Steelers offense, and I know they just fired Canada. They were able to throw the ball a little bit better. Uh, but I still don't love everything about that team. And at home, as a favorite, it's not the same. Pittsburgh is I, – I, when I bet Pittsburgh, I typically bet them as, as dogs. I don't love them as favorites. And Murray might be able to do enough offensively to actually get something going. I just don't trust the Steelers' offense. This could be a low-scoring game where anything could happen, so I'll take a chance with Arizona. Thank you, Marco. I appreciate it. Thank you for the uh, the idea to put the video out there. We'll try and get it done for you. 
Again, I don't know why I don't have more Mac videos on my Twitter feed. I don't know anyway, why you don't with. either, quite honestly. But even know. though I should have you with the you know Cashman pajamas on, the anti, I need type. to see the fist pump night at the Roxbury. You yeah. in the chair. We start there, and then we move into actual yeah. real takes. Well, but I need that first. I'm, they should put me on more because, quite honestly, I apparently I had the second most viewed video of the entire year on the station. My arguing with a caller about whether or not Otani is the greatest baseball player of all time was the second highest rated video in the company this year. Hmm. How about that? And we don't have more Mac videos? It's unbelievable. What are they, we doing? They, well, they assume that if it's not big in Japan, no one it's not worthy of putting it up. <laughs> if ninety nine percent of those clicks were in aren't in this country, apparently they don't care, Marco. Abba big in Japan? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> We need the Swedes to, to jump on board. <laughs> if I get a lot of clicks in Sweden, they might put up more videos of me. I mean, clearly. Yeah, I got like 300,000 hits in Japan. That's why. About two people watched it here. But 300,000. So this fat guy arguing about Otani in Japan. I got. I was. I was in Disney World. I got a call. I had no equipment with me. Whatever. I probably still should have figured out a way to do it. But I got a call while I was literally driving to Disney World. Uh, Connor Green called me from the newsroom that a, a Japanese TV station wanted to put me on. <laughs> I should have done it. But I'm like, I'm literally in the car. I'm driving for the next 17 hours. I don't. I got that. Either could have been on. great, or it could have been Chris I, Farley I, when he ends up on the Japanese game right, show right. and they're electrocuting him. <laughs> Uh, right. <laughs> they could have said anything. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> I think he's great. Terrific. Kids yelling in the background. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. So, yes. Apparently, that video did very well. So, they should put more videos of me. I agree. Um, it's a barren wasteland of McMonagle videos. Can't find them. Can't find them. Anti fat tights. That's what I said.